0: hello this welcome wh- to the MVT podcast this is what <laughs> you got excited to start the podcast for <laughs> not really um <laughs> my name is will and um wow across from the table is uh my did
1: thanks. you forget the word across
0: yes i did actually um <laughs> <laughs> words are hard Woo-hoo! um is, uh, is my co-host david
1: it's true i am
0: and today, we're going to be talking about time travel. So, David, I know we had um, we had initially said that we we're just going to do like a podcast on time travel. But it seems as though we have so much content on time travel that maybe it lends to two episodes. So, yeah. what kind of time travel are we going to try to talk to uh, about well, today?
1: Well, time travel is a very dense subject. Uh, but so dense. <laughs> but we're going to kind of break it up into... Uh, we're going to talk about... Um, Time travel that involves, and, and mostly we're, it's, we're talking about time travel themes in media. Okay. Uh, to be more specific. Um, and we will talk about like, real actual science of time travel mm-hmm. a little bit, but uh, we're going to talk about alternate futures, alternate history, alternate timelines and alternate dimensions, uh, the butterfly effect, time loops, time paradoxes, and that is this podcast for this
0: week. Um, so what was the, what would you like categorize the theme as like this kind of time travel? Would you say it's like the, like linear time travel or like the loops or how, how do you, how do you kind of see this as? Um,
1: these are more, I, I thought of these more of the, oh my gosh, where's the right word? Uh, the more common types of time travel that you see in media.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. That makes sense.
1: And and then, uh, next week, uh, I, I felt like they were a little bit more niche okay
0: oh you're you're talking about the ones that are like ultra defined uh, for their particular use I mean
1: thing? I could look at the next podcast and and they could be generic too but in my head uh, they were the more niche ones
0: right okay that's so. fine um, we don't we don't need to, we don't need to look at that but I just kind of want to give like a general like a kind of overview of the kind of time travel that we're going to talk about today okay. kind of to categorize it. What did you want to start off talking about?
1: So, when you think of time travel, uh, what in time? Sorry, time travel and media. Like, what movies or shows or what? What are the biggest ones you think of?
0: Um, the first one I think of is the the time machine movie. Okay, um, and I think that's based is that H. G. Wells. That is H. G. Wells. Right. Okay. So I remember that my parents uh, watched that; they really liked it, and I really liked it. Um and then in recent memory I think about a movie called Predestination with Ethan Hawke which um I think is pretty good too. Um both both of which have time travel pretty defined up front like how they deal with it. Um and I think that's a common theme for me that I don't really like time travel unless it is like give me the rules and do not stray because if you stray <laughs> i'll i'll probably jump ship like immediately because it to me like time travel is definitely something that like if you involve if you involve it in your type of media's universe or whatever like you have to like define what it is because if you don't like it i don't i don't i don't don't like whenever like a, a form of media uses time travel they don't give it rules And then that allows them to make, you know, six seasons or six movies worth of content because of a thing they never said anything about. And I'm not really a fan of that. Um, I would rather be like, hey, this is how time travel works here. These are how it can work. And these are the restrictions of such. Um, You can change this. You can't change that. This is always this. That kind of thing. Um, And, uh, yeah, those two movies, like, alone so far, uh. I'm pretty sure you'll mention something, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, that's a good one yeah. too." But yeah, uh, but yeah, those are good. I oh, like the Butterfly Effect. That was good. That was another good movie to kind of assign the rules up front.
1: Well, I mean, I did say one of the one of the <laughs> types of time travel we're talk about is Butterfly Effect. Oh, well, there's a movie by the same name yeah. as well. Okay, with Mr. Kushner, Kushner, not Kushner, Ashton Kutcher. Kutcher, that's what his name is. Uh, so I put for myself for the two the ones that you know immediately come to mind is same thing: H. G. Wells' Time Machine. And for me, it's always Back to the Future. But A lot
0: of people like that movie for its time travel, and I don't understand. Or maybe they don't like it before its time travel, but mainly because it's entertainment value with time travel as a background,
1: maybe? Yes. Okay. That's probably more the factor. Yeah. Um, oh, and then, the, well, I mean, at that time, everyone loves Michael J. Fox.
0: So Even now, that everybody helped. loves Michael J. Fox. I feel like yeah. he's not... He, he, I don't think he's done anything that has that put him in a bad spotlight. No. He's just he's just kind of a lovable kind of mm-hmm. person, yeah.
1: Yeah, and and well, not just that. Um, Christopher Lloyd at the same time. Yep. Christopher Lloyd. That sounds right. That's the the, the professor, right? professor yeah. yeah. So and is his character, yes. Okay, and you know his character is a great goofy character. He, it's endearing.
0: Yeah, and it's very emblematic emblematic of the time and what people kind of thought of sciencey folk and these people that. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, these people with all this knowledge and really just know, they're always so eccentric about how they explain it to other people because they're like, you don't really understand. I want you to understand. I want you to join in my joy and love of 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 science. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, think about things like Bill Nye the Science Guy. Like, it was very, like um, like, an entertainment view of a very... Uh, Dense subject, a very dense subject. Yeah, and at the same time, a lot of people loved it because of that, because they got involved in science and they didn't feel like they were like, well, you have to read six books that are each like twenty thousand pages thick, and you know that kind of thing. And it just it felt like, oh, well, science is actually accessible for everybody. But that's what he brought. I think he brought that kind of.
1: Well, I mean, that's the thing about science; it's extremely interesting, Mm -hmm. but it's mad dense. (laughs) Yeah, it's very. I mean, so many many aspects of it are so confusing and and unless it's like math you know like you can't
0: there's certain fields of science that are confusing because they don't have defined rules yet there's theories and there's there's laws that put you in the right direction but don't so say for instance physics um Mm. beginner physics (laughs) (laughs) yes is is actually easy to understand because the um because the for some people for some yes I would say it's easier to understand than okay. other other forms of physics because it has formulas mm-hmm. that define each of the rules that are involved in physics. Um, and after that, yeah, you can extrapolate other things and and then start making theories and using imaginary numbers and all that other. Fringe sciency stuff mm-hmm. and that kind of thing, and then it becomes then it starts to become like like relatively relativity physics, and then you start to you, uh, quantum physics. Cont- oh my gosh, yeah. Then you start to get into where let's let's say that this kind of number exists, <laughs> and if we use this in conjunction with other blah blah blah. Anyways, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, it's the reality of it all is it's just like math where you can't all of a sudden I'm doing. You know, like, calculus, and I don't even know math, subtraction, whatever. And I mean,
0: most people stop it at, at algebra. I mean, all I need... That's, that's the math of the world, if you will.
1: Yeah, yeah. But there is that level of, like, for these advanced sciences, you know, like, the only reason it's so complicated to us is because we haven't, you know, we're just diving in to trying to figure that out when we haven't Read the basics of that type of science,
0: right. So Yeah, you got to learn calculus to get more into physics, because then they start using all those rules and those properties. Right, and
1: it's very much a building block thing to learn instead of like like English, where you know you can just kind of add things on to what you already your base knowledge. So that's by the it. DLC. <laughs> <laughs> you just buy the DLC. Yeah. Whereas
0: physics, you actually have to play from the beginning on the hardest difficulty and die enough times so you eventually you figure it out. Yeah. We are a video game podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I never thought
1: about that ever like that, but (laughs) that definitely works. Um, So this is, (laughs) this is just something that uh, Will was, we were randomly talking about time travel a long time ago. And, uh, and I asked him if he saw, uh, like there's some time travel conspiracy video I saw on, on YouTube. And, um, and I asked him if he watched it or whatever, and he said, "Oh, you know, I I don't really remember we watched it." But but one of the interesting things that I took out of it is he said, "You know, those I love those conspiracy videos." And which for me that was kind of weird because you know like Will's
0: <laughs> will's so heavy based and yeah, yeah
1: yeah. But then uh, but then something really he said something really cool is like he's like, "Well, they're storytelling, like mm-hmm. and and the effort put into these stories is is kind of impressive and." I never even thought about that, and so I guess, oh, yeah. you, I guess you don't really have any – I don't oh, – go ahead.
0: I mean, we, we, okay, so say, for instance, you're watching a conspiracy video on, say, for instance, like the the idea that we're all in a simulation, right? I think about that, and I go, on the surface, kind of that kind of idea, it just seems weird. But if you watch the conspiracy videos, you listen to the conspiracy – uh like podcasts or books or or you read the books about and things like that and then you start to realize that these people not only looked at it at a surface level it's just what happened they actually start to to dig into the world as a whole and go these are the things that could be signs that this is actually in existence and you start to think about it and you start to if you think about movies and how their stories are built this is these are the building blocks for some really great stories and I mean, think about the Matrix. I mean, technically the Matrix is based heavily in the fact that there's a possibility we're all in a simulation, you know? Or that we're all, you know, all dealing with uh with a with an alien race that's that's running the show from behind the scenes. And like I think I look at those videos, there's some that talk about like the lizard folks are, are among us. There's talking about subterranean cultures and, and things like that. And I think about it Flat and, Earth Okay, the flat Earth ones are actually kinda of funny. Um and I personally would love to, like, lead expeditions to prove them wrong, but, you know, whatever. Um, I can just see
1: you at the, at the front of a boat just, like, pointing uh, forward. Onward like. to the <laughs> end of the world. Um,
0: but, like, okay, so those, again, those ones even are kind of cool, like, if you think about it, like think about that as like a like a basis for like a, a fantasy story yeah. that you could actually get to the end of the world and there's this well, giant ice wall that's blocking you from getting uh, Well they
1: did with uh with like the pirates of the Caribbean. There was actually an end of the world and you right. fell off and it's actually like it's uh like a purgatory, I guess. Right. Like a weird acid trip. Oh, is purgatory? that the one where he's
0: in the desert with all the crabs and stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Which they I did know, that in Kingdom Hearts like, three. Oh, really? <gasps> oh, yeah, 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 yeah! The first scene is the crabs. I did not really think about it though. Uh, it's
1: it's almost like a, there's kind of a scene like that in the second uh, Dark Tower book.
0: I did kinda. not read those books yet. I heard they're really good.
1: I I've only read through the hat like a quarter of the third one. Mm.
0: They are good books, um, but yeah, except so, for the
1: first one. Sorry.
0: So so yeah, so just yeah, the conspiracy theories are always just kind of kind of cool, and I, um, yeah, the simulation one always gets me. Um, and I, I like the uh I like the lizard folks one I like the and I like the Illuminati theories those ones again make always what, make, what's that uh, really the illuminati like that there's a society of people that have been like there's just like families that are like descendant of each other that rule pretty much everybody. And everything. Oh. they define the, the yeah, rules yeah, yeah, of law yeah, yeah. from behind okay. the scenes with money and whatnot. Okay. Yeah. And then there's, there's other theories that say that the Illuminati is part of the church and that the church has been running, you know, through the Vatican, blah, blah, blah. If you, you listen, or you've I know, I know it, now. Da Vinci code and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So those kinds of things, but I like that. I like the, I mean, uh, what is it? What do they call the order? They're Templars and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I always like that kind of stuff. It's, those things, again, they're just really good storytelling. So do you like...
1: But you don't like the Assassin's Creed games?
0: But that's like the whole basis for it. Is that just, just kind of like conspiracy kind of thing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I just never liked the, the games themselves. I've, I've listened the to some of the stories. The is pretty yeah. cool. Well... Yeah. I just wasn't... I'm not a huge fan of stealth games. There's only been really one stealth game that I was like a big fan of and that's Metal Gear Solid five, so... That game sucked. No,
1: it didn't suck. It didn't suck. It was actually a really great game. Uh, I just... It, they it, changed. They changed it a bit,
0: and yeah. to where I didn't like it as much. The thing is, I had never really played the other ones, so it, it was a good. It was a starting point for me, and now I want to play the other ones. And then, I, then I'm told that, like you said, that they're it's so different from the other ones that you may not be able to play them. Well, you might. You might get
1: what you want out of it still, though. I mean, just because it's different, though, doesn't mean you're not gonna like it anyway. Right. It's
0: also still Hideo Kojima. So yeah, it's not...
1: very complex, dense
0: stories, like convoluted. It. I like that kind of stuff. Yeah, I like that. Cool. When we get to Final Fantasy Twelve, we'll talk about that kind of stuff. Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's just uh, let's let hop into let's it. Let's dive is, in. What's the first one? you Oh uh, well,
1: about? first I want. I just wrote this in here just because, for some reason, it was interesting to me. It might be interesting to someone else. I put that uh, when you're seeing things, you're actually seeing into the past because light is traveling from that thing to you.
0: Yeah, which I, is. Have um, you seen the thing about like when we see galaxies? Like by the time yeah. the light reaches us, or like even when we see stars in the sky, by the time the light reaches us, that thing could already be destroyed because it, it could be like a million years mm-hmm. from now or something like that—a million like light years or whatever—to get to us. And yeah, that, oh, that's odd. That, yeah, that's, yeah, there's us being dirty. Really that's a really good, like, a uh, time travel thing. That's kind of cool. Okay. Um, well, actually, I totally forgot about this.
1: Well, and I'll save it for after a break. Uh, but there's actually NASA's, yeah. Feel- Nails? <laughs> yeah, why do I feel like I said it so weird? That's actual yeah, Na- NASA. Yeah, <laughs> NASA, NASA, they came up with this thing. Uh, yeah, anyway, let's move past that. <laughs> and we'll talk about alternate futures. And, and and like I said, this is this is mostly in media. Uh, and so alternate futures is kind of it's kind of it seems like it's usually some type of dystopian future. And if you don't know what a dystopian future is, um, it's A future or any world that they're let's i put that they're proper effed um it's usually
0: just uh just they're just messed up (laughs) yeah
1: you know like uh
0: usually uh, it's like one event that defined like the tragedy of a future so say for instance most of the time what it's usually defined as like nuclear war or a zombie apocalypse or things like that it's usually always
1: I was trying to think of something in like real world that uh, you can. I mean, I mean, honestly, you could think of the Holocaust for for the uh, for Jewish. Uh, I mean, that's that's kind of a dystopian era for them.
0: I was gonna say dystopian era, yeah. And then if you're defining it in like in terms of like movie things, a dystopian future would be if the Germans actually won, and then it would be a furthering of that dystopian era to to like define the world. Yeah as such.
1: I mean mostly so well, also
0: a lot of alternate futures deal with Nazis winning. <laughs> that's that's true.
1: Uh so anyway but like a dystopian future and someone or some people are going back in time to try to change it. Mm-hmm. Uh which is weird because it would cause themselves not to exist unless the author conveniently writes it that way.
0: So the the thing about dystopian futures and going back to change them um like I was saying, it it deals with a like a consequence-based line of of time travel. So this is where it's going to be better if I had like visuals, so I could draw pictures of how I see these kinds of time travel. Right. But this one has to do with paint it in our minds. Imagine, Imagine time exists as a line from the future, or sorry, the past to the future, right? And you have a straight line that continues on forever. And then in a in like an alternative future kind of storyline, what happens is they go from a point in the future and they just kind of loop back to the past and try to change a thing that actually influences the future. Now, this is where we can actually probably start into paradoxes Mm -hmm. because usually what happens is if they change something in the past, it actually can affect the thing. If this, in this type of time travel, it will affect the future. And in doing so, there's because the way the world works, it works with a like an uh, like an infinity plus amount of possibilities from minor events, which leads to another type of time travel altogether or a theory on time travel as well and usually media that uses this alternative future go change and then make the make the future better, they don't typically take into account all of the things that could happen. it's usually just Oh, we know if so-and-so doesn't get the bomb, then everything will be fine, right? But what they don't look into is that, will I exist? Or what what's to say that if that person doesn't get the bomb, another person will get a bomb or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Or there was another bomb altogether and we didn't know about it. Which some there are some medias that have done that where they're like we go back and we're gonna change the future and then we go back and we change it and then we, we somehow make a like we hop our way back to the future to see see how if see if it all worked or we live it and we find out that nothing changes because a bomb still goes off somewhere else mm-hmm. and it still sets off a chain reaction that causes, you know, blah 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 to happen or whatever. Or, you know, we find patient zero but what we don't know is that uh, patient zero has already somehow given the disease to somebody else. Um, that we didn 't take into account you know or the or there wasn 't just a page and zero this happened at multiple places, and that 's the reason why it became an epidemic or whatever, and so you 're still in the middle of it and a lot of there are some medias that actually take care of that, but a lot of a lot of medias like to kind of wrap up the story with a with a bow like we changed it blah 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 but uh most of them tend to try to do this whole or yeah, some of them wrap it up, and then there are like i said there's very few that that go Things still got left up, so I you think, can't change the future. Yeah, I
1: think you'll like uh, some of the time travel for next week. Then, okay, actually. cool. cool. Um, so, so, and, and we'll kind of we'll we'll talk about the paradoxes a little bit more. He uh, kind of basically described one of the paradoxes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, a couple of the movies I wrote down that really did the whole alternate future thing was, and I, I could have I just said Terminator for just easy peasy, future. right? Yeah, <laughs> I mean that's that's yeah, that's pretty cut and dry and uh and these are the two I thought of and X-Men actually uses a dystopian future quite a bit where basically the yeah. mutants have have lost uh the sentinels like they've developed them so you know much that you know where Ni- Nimrod is Nimrod's just like is a sentinel but he's just like ultra powerful Yeah. Well sentinel. I mean
0: that one was one where they kind of screwed themselves over right? I mean what do term- you mean uh, their actions led to the actions of non-mutants to create the Sentinels. And then, um, or it was their infighting that caused the non-humans to, so yeah. Magneto and Professor X were fighting against each other, right. caused the, the, the non-mutants to create measures to, to monitor and to... To, to aid them in their fight against them. And then eventually they created something that was too strong for them to control. And they eventually took over and they became a, a dystopian future where robots ruled everything and that mutants went into hiding. And yeah. And I'm not really sure like, and getting into the X-Men, I'm not really sure like
1: if, uh, if Bishop coming back in time was the first time that they used time travel in X-Men. I feel like, I feel like I doubt it really Bishop is. Bishop
0: and Cable both the time travel, right? Yeah,
1: they both did time travel. Uh, cable came, I believe. Cable came after. Ooh, I would have to look that up. But um, so Bishop came back because supposedly Gambit like did something bad, and he went back to stop him. And mm-hmm. and um, I'm not really sure what Cable came back to do. Hmm. But it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter. That's not really. We don't need to define that. But mostly, right. what I'm trying to figure out is, uh, and, and, and actually, you kind of talked about it. But can you think of any type of alternate future stories telling that would work for you?
0: Um. Uh, like I was saying earlier, just the, like, the futures where, or the alternate futures things where, where they look at it and they go, okay, so this is what happens in the future and no matter what we do, we can't actually change that but we can try to make it better or something like that. Or, there are, I actually kind of like the way Terminator did it because they were not trying to change the future particularly, they're trying to give themselves a chance to change the future. Like, if you think about it, like, They want to, yes, they don't want to, they want to prevent the the, the rise of Skynet, but at the same time, they have to set up, like, most of the time, it's like giving information to somebody to hopefully change the course of things, and not necessarily, like, we know that this will define a better future, but more or less, we're, we're going back to make sure that Skynet, if it exists, it doesn't exist with this happening, like, there isn't this part of it that turns rogue or whatever.
1: I'm I'm actually going to save uh, Terminator for next week because I did not realize where it actually fit into this whole time travel thing, and 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 I think you will be surprised too. So we'll kind of we'll kind of hold off on time travel Ooh, or uh, Terminator. Yeah. Uh, do, you, <laughs> do you ever watch Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure?
0: I have not. I've been told millions of times that I actually need to watch that movie and that it's really good and it's like. Pete you don't, Keanu Reeves. And you whatnot. don't need to watch it, but, but
1: it's it's fun. It makes no app. It makes no sense whatsoever. They, and they go in a phone booth to go back in time, which like... Reminiscent of Doctor Who? Oh, well, I didn't really know that. But uh, it's kind of funny because well, there's no phone booths now. And they're about to make a Bill and Ted 3. But...
0: Maybe they get a magical cell phone.
1: <laughs> Maybe. I didn't really think about that. How are they going to address that? Who knows? Mm. I w-
0: I'm not going to speculate on something I've never seen before. That's but... true. <laughs> Also, not really a fan much of speculation. <laughs> all right,
1: so we just kind of established that realistically. I mean, alternate futures, it, you—it's going to be too hard. I mean, there is there is a couple of ways, but if you just if you just say, hey, this person's coming back in time to change something in the for the future. I mean, you just run into all these things that just don't work. Mm-hmm. So it's that one's just kind of like if it's alternate future one, you gotta, gotta just sit back and enjoy um and realistically going into alternate future or oh sorry 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 uh going into alternate history okay uh so what when i say alternate history what do you think of
0: oh like i said earlier the nazis win yeah nazis win that's like i I mean mean, i I feel like that's a that's like a default thing because i think in terms of like the world as a whole it's usually it has to do with what event has affected the world you know uh, like on a global on a global scale where it's actually like definitive like changes could have been made and a lot of people look back at the at the at world war II and, and the Nazi era because of their development of technology and like uh, when they created their their tanks and how how dominated they were on the, on the on the battlefield like it was starting to look like the Germans had figured out many like it was one of those things where you could draw a lot of speculation that there's no way the germans figured these things out themselves and then so a lot of alternative futures always like tend to go towards like a oh either either somehow they 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 use like occult magic to get to where they're at or right somehow they found alien technology that allowed them to advance their own technology and usually everyone that every story that involves like nazis winning or whatever it usually has to,
1: they find a tesseract.
0: Right. So they always like, they tend to go down one of those paths. And it's, I think it's, it's not only is it a convenient like plot device because of the Nazis being such a rec- uh, instantly recognizable villain. And they're, they're pretty, not pretty much. They are inexcusable in their actions. And so nobody feels bad whenever you talk crap about them. Right. Or when you make them out to be the defined evil people. Mind you, still in Germany. Not that they're excusing it or anything, but I do. I don't think they they wear it as you know, it's a badge of like, you know, we we mess stuff up, and so I mean, even like uh, the Wolfenstein games with mm. the alternative future in there, uh, they they cut out a couple things that kind of define Germany as the bad guys, because it, you know we think about a lot when we think about Nazis, we think about its direct association with Germany, and I think Germany wants to be like, hey, that was them yeah we definitely we're not them anymore yeah germany isn't nazis nazis were in germany but germany has never been the nazis um there are still people within germany that fought against them because they didn't believe in the things that they in. um anyways but yeah so well you're talking about that
1: uh how like all these german scientists seem like you know (laughs) like they have aliens coming in and teach them all this stuff and uh the interesting part is uh is the United States actually like actually a a lot of different countries actually like poached these German scientists that bring yeah. them over?
0: I mean, what's his face is not no, he's not German. He's like Austrian, isn't he? Um, Albert Einstein. Uh, that's Einstein's that's,
1: Austrian. I don't, Austrian I, I don't think he's German.
0: Anyways, um, so. Yeah, we'll so it's it's, it's convenient like uh to use them as that, but yeah, a lot of alternate futures has to they hinge on that point or they hinge on um like early like Alexandrian conquests of, mm-hmm. of Europe and stuff like that. So like what or say for instance, but what not, if Genghis Khan's uh territories didn't never fell apart? Yeah. like what if his communication network actually worked?
1: But not really. Like I mean, you're right. I mean, most of them come from uh. Nazis, whatever Nazis, winning Uh or just just that time period in general. The, right. th- the two um...
0: Albert Einstein is German. Oh, I did not know that.
1: Um So the two actual games I thought of were uh Valkyria Chronicles and Shadow Hearts. And uh, I don't know if they're alternate really history or I mean they kind of go along along what you're talking about. Like in Valkyria Chronicles, there's there's Norse magic all of a sudden in in that world and that's giving uh like they have a they have a valkyrie the the german
0: sides have valkyrie well the way i look at those ones is more or less like those are set in uh they or they use they use history as a background yeah and kind of as a way where we don't have to tell a whole story or we don't have to tell all of the story because you kind of get it already and then we can tell a story within this setting, which makes it a little bit easier sometimes. Well there's a lot of time conflicts wise. during that during that time. Right, so. right. There's many a battles that happened and you mm-hmm. could just pick one that lasted, you know, ten years or whatever, yeah. and then you can make a whole alternate story based on based on that and you could just say magic existed, but whatever it exists in, you know, it has always existed, blah blah blah. But yeah. Those kinds of things that I guess that's I didn't know Valkyrie Profile actually... or not Valkyrie Profile. Wow. Valkyrie or Chroni- Valkyria Chronicles had all that in it. I thought it was just a straight war strategy RPG.
1: It's uh well yeah, it's World War World War actually, I don't even know if it's World War One or Two, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. But yeah, it's uh well, I mean Valkyria.
0: Yeah, I I feel like I should have known that, but also who knows? It could just be a good name.
1: And and Shadow Hearts is kinda like um it's like there's the demons are helping, helping the Germans or whatever. Essentially,
0: I had never played Shadow Hearts. I heard it's really good though.
1: First ones, whatever.
0: No, sorry, I didn't hear they're really good. I heard they are what we consider to be like essential JRPGs. Like they're like yes. they're they're ones that actually set standards and stuff like that, and that people like wish they were remade. or not remade. They wish they were continued because they're like Wild Arms was it was a series that I was reading about that's like a. It's not the best, but they, they established that weird, like, strategy grid system, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of turn-based as well, so, like, those kinds of things, like, but the these are all, they're actually, most of these are individual studios that, like, they are defined by, uh, like, I think XC did... One of the Wild Adams games, but I think they were Atlas games at first. Actually,
1: I'm pretty sure the third uh, Shadow Hearts game was Exceed as well. So I these are com- over.
0: Yeah, so a lot of these games or these series or whatever that are defined by those things. I think you exceed games. Yes. Actually, I think I told you about this. So uh,
1: after I got out of school and before I had kids and I was still attempting to get into the industry, I actually emailed them for advice. And it's when they first exceed, first became a company. Mm hmm. And, uh, and they actually wrote me back and that person that owns that, owns that company actually wrote me back, which I was like, wow, I'm, that's really cool that you took the time to do this. What did they
0: say? I they said you suck. Don't even try. Yeah. Like it was cool that, <laughs> yeah. They, yeah, it was cool that they said that, you know, I mean, no, I'm sure they gave you, then I can like, move on. I'm sure they gave you good advice. On they it. they did
1: actually. Uh, it was really cool.
0: And i look at you <laughs> <sighs> not doing anything. With yeah. Well, <laughs> um so yeah.
1: you know it's so the next one i have on the list is is alternate timelines and uh which
0: we kind of talked about it a little yeah, bit yeah it's
1: kind of the it's kind of the multiverse thing and then alternate dimensions but then uh you can really think of the alternate dimensions thing as you know you can think of shadow hearts and Valkyrie chronicles it's kind of an alternate dimension because we don't have magic here right uh so one of the oh i guess going back to the the alternate history uh have you ever, have you ever read or seen the man in the high tower high castle
0: rather i've actually watched the first season of that show and they i heard that it go. i mean just looking at the previews for season two like i mean it's i think they're in season three now but looking at the previews for season two it's like they started off by giving you like the premise for for everything and kind of seeing they're trying to set up the stakes and kind of letting you know hey things went bad and it's not it's not good but here's why and those kinds of things but they didn't quite give you the like the definitive like they can't they hinted at it here's why and then the season two seemed like it was like so i wonder if that's a spoiler yeah if I- they're in season three then that means it's at least a year old anyways um and this is just from the trailer so if yeah that, that that's not a spoiler but it seems like what they're trying to define is that somehow somebody discovered uh uh like hints of an alternative future from reality yeah an alternative reality somehow leaked into this current reality and that's what helped them to win certain things or whatever or to or to predict certain things like a tape or something like that like a somebody like a videographer was just yep. like recording something and that's how they somehow uh and somehow it it moved into an alternative universe and allowed them to to like define like or show like where they were going to win or when they were going to lose and they're like okay well we got to change that and that kind of thing and i think Actually well, I really like that kind of theory. So it
1: sounds like they're changing it a little bit from the book. But yeah. essentially Well again, I, that's book. from the trailer. It's from the right.
0: trailer. So I that's how it's not really spoiling because I don't really know. Um I'm sure they'll just find it more. Also there was like a saying that um that one of the guys said that I that I ended up using. I think I actually wrote into one of my games. Um he said something about uh something about like fate being fluid and, and and something oh man I'll have to I'll have to look it back up again way, anyway, it was it was like it was like a, it was like his weird way of explaining like how like time jumps work or whatever but he like kind of said it just kind of in this like philosophical way by the way speaking of like philosophy there are a lot of good philosophers came out or not I wouldn't say good sorry a lot of prominent philosophers came out of Germany as well and I think that's another thing too like think about our favorite game Xenogears yeah Xeno Saga Xenogears yeah but is it oh, oh it's the saga is the xeno saga gotcha yeah. um but yeah that that's based off of a German philosopher's work as well
1: oh well honestly I thought you were talking about xeno saga series just because of the fact that each one's named after the, a book and from a German philosopher
0: yeah anyways um so yeah so we uh, so we got uh alternate timelines mur- uh, and multiverses.
1: Alternate dim- yeah and the kind of alternate dimensions and I kind of use like like flashpoint is kind of what I kind of thought of as it's just a story arc for the use time travel
0: it's a really easy one to look look at um and see like hey one event changed this thing all the things change but i kind of like the way they dealt with it is instead of trying to uh they use it as like a what if yeah and for them they didn't go back to change a thing they literally just reset yeah and said I need to go back to the exact moment where I made the decision that changed all the things. And that decision is already predefined and it's not, and I think that's another thing I liked about it is because it defined up front that the, this is the decision that changed the world. Not we've got to figure out what decision changed the world mm, because right. yeah, but they designed it. This changed it. So if we change this, then we set everything back on the normal path. Mind you, by you remembering that this things happen, you cut kind of, that in and of itself is probably a paradox too. But that's something we'll get to in a, yeah, another. It's probably time a
1: paradox, yeah. yeah. Uh, another one I put down was actually the the reboot of the uh, Star Trek series.
0: Yeah, but they handled that one really good too. Yeah, dang it, it's almost sounding like I like time travel. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, well, JJ Abrams is just an expert at these kinds of things, though.
1: Uh-oh. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Um, but. Uh, I mean, they they did what, something you like, you know, the fact that, hey, I'm acknowledging that if we change these things, it's going to splinter something off, you mm-hmm. know, and then, you know, they just had, well, they just want to have a reason to have Spock in the movie still in the reboot, but.
0: And it was perfect timing because not long after.
1: um, Well, actually, I, I think he passed
0: away after the second movie. Like I said, not long after. Okay.
1: So Fair he, enough.
0: I, and I'm just really – uh, also, J.J. Abrams had already used Leonard Nimoy in Fringe, which is also a thing that deals with time travel as well. And, the, I mean, like I said, that's why I think he's good at that kind yeah. of stuff.
1: So, I guess we better – I'm I, sure I, you were going to say something about Lost. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I guess we should actually talk about uh, what happens in Star Trek in case no one's seen it. It's pretty much at the beginning of the movie. Uh, essentially, um, events are happening in the uh, main canon timeline. And Spock has to escape to a different uh, alternate dimension. And when he goes to the alternate dimension, he goes back in time in that alternate dimension. Um, and the bad guys actually, is it, I think it's the bad guys. They actually, uh, they destroy a ship, which changes time and mm-hmm. allows them to reboot the series. Although Spock's in it, you know, and he's kind of leading them, you know, towards a path. Right um so yeah so that's kind of it and and and, and you're right you know like that that does work there's i mean i'm i suppose there could be a paradox there
0: because i think time travel in general always creates paradoxes because you can never change everything down to the minute detail um or or you can't yeah one event always affects multiple events and to take to take those into account in many types of media would require years and years worth of content and no, I mean, some, sure, well, Star some,
1: Trek did have years and years of content. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah. Uh,
1: uh, so I see you have here listed
0: a show called sliders. I have never even heard of this before. Really? Yeah.
1: <sighs> I wish I could remember how the show went. So, so, and this is something that, um, so they invented this machine to go into different dimensions
0: to slide into other dimensions. Slide into other dimensions, <laughs> and
1: uh, it had Jerry O'Connell and John Rhys De, uh, Davies. And I don't know who those people are. So John Rhys Davies, uh, he plays Gimli in Lord of the Rings. He plays. Uh, okay. He's plays Indiana Jones' good friend. He's he's one that wears like the. Like the Abu, uh, you know the from Aladdin. The little. No, I get it. Okay, I know who he is. I can't um, me- I now I know. Yeah, I don't know what kind of hat that is, but yeah, he wears that. But um, <laughs> it's
0: an Apu. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's. I think sucks. it's a boo
0: boo. No, a boo, a boo, not a poo. A poo is the character from more Latin. Oh, a oh. boo <laughs> is the little monkey. Yeah, Apu.
1: Oh yeah, yeah 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 okay. Which I thought I think they like wrote that character out of the show.
0: Um, that's a possibility. I'm not sure if they did it. Yeah, yet, I'm but up on my. Okay
1: simpsons lore or whatever uh yeah essentially they build a, a time machine or a, a machine that allows you to slide through dimensions and then they go to this other dimension and of course there's their doppelgangers and their doppelgangers sometimes are evil or help them out and then they have to and they're trying to get back to their own reality but they can't and they just keep on sliding from dimension 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 dimension
0: makes for a good tv show i take it
1: it actually was, it was pretty good. And actually it was one where even though uh each episode was contained, uh it had an over overall narrative. Overarching. Which, yeah, overarching narrative, which is, you know, for that time. I'm pretty sure that was a show in probably the nineties, early nineties. Okay. So uh have you ever and then uh well obviously there's Chrono Cross, but I think we've talked about Chrono Cross enough already. Oh yeah. So let's move on to the butterfly effect, and
0: actually, let's do that after the break. Okay.
1: And we're back Uh, by that project, whatever it was,
0: NVG uh, product code, you know the thing. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: So now we're we're gonna go into the butterfly effect. And this is actually part of chaos theory and butterfly effect is, is my understanding is it's it's chaos theory or butterfly effect is kind of one of the tools they use for studying chaos theory in a way. Um, and it's when small events cause large invariant and random impacts. I should say and or. And there is actually a movie called Butterfly Effect with Ashton Kutcher. Right and in that movie essentially he just changes i see what is he what was he like Scribble in a little notebook and then yeah that's what it is he like scribbles in a notebook and then all of a sudden that thing happens or
0: whatever it has been a really long time since it has it's been,
1: been a really long time but essentially uh he changes something uh that he thinks things will be changed and it changes reality and uh <laughs> does it change the... does he go through i don't even remember if he goes through time or he has to go through time. Yeah. So he go. So he uses his little notebook to go back in time, and then he changes stuff, and then it affects him in present time. Right. And um. But the the problem with that, we we'll, we'll talk about that during par- paradoxes. Darn it.
0: So actually, if you think about it, the chaos theory it's in and of itself is a paradox in yes. that. Um. I mean, the saying for the butterfly effect is that a butterfly flaps its wings. In in America, and it causes a, 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 a I don't know a freaking tornado in Europe or some crap mm-hmm. like that. It's something along those lines, but it's just like like you were saying, the small thing changes the yeah. picture.
1: Chaos theory it. is actually why uh, there's a hard harder time predicting <laughs> the weather because the weather systems is
0: completely random. Right, like a, a um like a wind uh, like a, a wind front could hit mm-hmm. a range of mountains at a certain angle and. Could change the whole, like a, a whole front. It could actually change, uh, just you know, a mild wind to uh, uh, a category, whatever tornado or something like that. Actually, uh,
1: to explain this, I I really like this. Uh, this is from a Reddit user named Was a Matter. I like the name. Yeah, I like <laughs> I like the name
0: too. My Reddit name is Mad Simple. Is it really? Yeah, is yeah. that the name? Your
1: your Mad name is simple. Mad Simple. No, but it would
0: be kind of cool. Anyways. Container. Someone
1: already has it. Oh, I know, right?
0: Uh, yeah, I won't tell you though. <laughs>
1: Uh So, chaos theory is the line of dominoes, and the butterfly effect is the tipping over of one of the of the first one.
0: That makes sense. Or any of them, really. Yeah. So, and it's like a one thing to change the rest of the line, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I guess I mean I'm seeing here you wrote Back to the Future kind of uses the butterfly effect. I don't know if Back to the Future is as much the butterfly effect as uh as maybe other types of as maybe the butterfly effect like is I guess
1: they're a little bit more calculated in uh Back to the
0: Future. Well that in in Back to the Future it's very much well first of all they already define what needs to happen. And if anything, most of the time what he does is uh he he discovers him changing things is starting to change all the things. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't actually it's usually not minor. A lot of things he does are pretty major that like, he thinks he wants to change or whatever, but then the game always, or the game, the movie always rectifies the, his changes, uh like, retroactively. Like, he, like, if he's changing something, oh, I'm starting to disappear from the photos. I gotta go back and change another thing. Yeah. So, they they always tend to fix it up. Yeah, right? there's
1: all these, like, chains of events. He's like, oh, I think I fixed it. Oh, crap. I didn't fix it. Now right. I gotta fix this. Now I gotta fix this. Now I gotta fix
0: this. I don't know if it's as much the butterfly effect as much as it is the... uh as much as it is that paradox that we were talking about earlier, which again tomorrow or tomorrow. <laughs> uh, oh, this is at the end episode. of this
1: podcast. Hmm? We'll talk about po- paradoxes at the end of this. Cool. Um and then I also put I also put uh Quadratic Dreams games. 'Cause realistically I don't know who quadratic
0: dreams. Huh? Who's Quadratic Dream?
1: Other the ones that do um um oh my gosh. Um Heavy Rain and Dreams?
0: Quantic dreams? I don't think it's quadratic. It qu- quadratic dreams?
1: Quantic dreams? I'm
0: pretty sure it's quantic. Yeah.
1: Uh, well, either way, uh, I mean those those games are pretty much based on the butterfly effect. You know, if you really think about it, because the whole plot is that you are making all these decisions, and um, what is the effect of those decisions going to be?
0: Right, If it it's quantum dreams. I'm always right. You're wrong.
1: It's quantum dreams.
0: Quantic, Q U A N T I C. My bad. Uh, uh, I'm I'm totally kidding. That is right, but I'm not trying to say you're always wrong. (laughs) Except for when you always are. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: (laughs) And I did dot down the Simpsons here because I just remember there was like a Halloween episode where (laughs) Homer kept on going back in time. The first part, obviously, he steps on a butterfly, he goes back, and everything's all messed up. Mm -hmm. And I think it's like a donut. It's like a donut where he's able to go back in time. And then yeah, of course. So and then every time he goes, you know, he goes to the back to the future after the, he does the change. He's like,
0: no, no, of course. Hmm. Donut. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, the butterfly effect, it, it does lend to, like I said, a lot, a lot of yeah, a lot of paradoxes. And uh, but the butterfly effect is just effectively that is still dealing like what I said with more of a linear time. um time traveling so in that the line is always the one line and the butterfly effect is you jumping back in the line changing something but then those changes have permanence to the future of that, that same line because it still has to travel that line so all you're doing is subverting the line jumping back in it you're folding the line backwards if, if anything and then you're it's still having to go forward
1: So, I did forget to ask this for the other ones. Uh, So, for Butterfly Effect, for you personally, is this like a storytelling tool you would ever want to use?
0: I wouldn't want to use it because of the the endless amount of possibilities. Yeah, Um, because of the chaos theory. Um, It is, I feel like it's one of those things that may lend to a good video game, Um, but that game would require so much variability that it would might be a damn near impossible game to make um, well, because Well,
1: do that. I mean, well, not to talk about Witcher again this season, but I mean, Witcher almost kind of does the same thing, you know, like they're not using time travel in the game, yeah. but they're using the theory of butterfly effect.
0: Well, yeah, well, I mean, not necessarily just butterfly effect, but just just your actions have consequences. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, that yeah, that's a theory or that's 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 a, that's a uh yeah theory and how they make those kinds of games, but I think the thing is it's still a defined number of trees that can be built right. out or no, defined true. number of branches right. and with the chaos theory, it's indefinite um the amount of they're
1: not gonna be able to do that till playstation ten or something
0: and even then you have to ha- i mean we have to ha- get down voice simulation and things like that and and even have an a i that writes out dialogue because eventually like all the decisions you make would have to yeah it's 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 an impossible uh task
1: until we make it.
0: Until we make it. Until it's not.
1: Right? I mean, they had No Man's Sky. They made the the universe that supposedly goes on forever,
0: but doesn't. I don't think it does. I don't good. think it does. I really don't know. But then, it. but then again, I mean, if anything, if you think about it, say for instance, like a password nowadays. If you have it at eight characters and you're using alphanumeric with symbols, the number of possibilities is ridiculously huge. Mm-hmm. So, a ridiculously huge number can seem like infinity to us. So yeah, maybe they maybe they did do that. So if you say for instance for 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 No Man's Sky, if they have, you know, eight factors that can be changed, right? And for each factor there are twenty something options. Mm. Right? So it's twenty times twenty, times twenty, times twenty, times twenty. Then you get like a million something. So maybe you up <laughs> Are you sure? It's okay, whatever, man. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just twenty kidding. to the eighth, I think, right? <laughs> sure. I'm going to I'm going to do the math here because I think that's important. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to do the math. Um anyways, <laughs> uh 20, 20 to the 8th. It's though. okay cuz it's not really actually important. 20 to the 8th power. I don't know why I said that into the microphone and I should be saying it into my phone. 20 to the 8th is 25600000000 600 million. Okay, so that's 25 billion chance or cha- Are
1: we allowed to have Miss google or whatever like talking on yes podcast? she
0: can talk on our podcast yeah um she also do the whole
1: podcast for us
0: we good <laughs> um, so 20 think about 25 billion sh- uh like different options right so mm-hmm. you could create 25 billion different planets right if each of them have one different factor from those those, those choices so say for instance that's only 20
1: well the thing about no man's sky is that you don't necessarily need that many it's you need as many as there are players so each player i, I believe creates their own a uh, universe each time they they log in yeah, it's called seeds but yeah yeah see or whatever
0: Mhm. but the, when i when i think about that that's why i'm saying like they could they could do that i mean that's only that's 20 different factors on each planet mm-hmm. and there's probably more than that on each planet so you could make the numbers like i said to 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 the human brain once you get over a certain number it might as well be infinity
1: you know if there's like a developer that listens to our podcast they're going to be like i'm going to make this happen
0: oh easy i mean think about games like system shock or uh, or even just like even something as recent as uh, as breath of the wild mm-hmm. they create so many systems that allow for an, a near infinite amount of playthroughs. Right, and that's what system based games are so uh, they're so like enjoyed for because the players never even feel like like there's there's no way they could play it the same twice. They could try, but no matter what, because there's so many different types of systems going on, and the fact that the game even has like realistic like weather patterns and things like that. You actually things can't be predicted in that way, and because again, we can't because we were just talking about it. we can't predict whatever, chaos theory. Yeah, so they they create enough systems that react to each other, that the possibilities become endless. Um, Think about like a game like a, like a a Grand Theft Auto, where they give you a, an AI that makes the world lived in, Mm -hmm. and then that creates enough possibilities to, to make it so people can keep on playing. And if they add more content, that's more variables to calculate, even more of an infinite amount of playthroughs. Mm.
1: Fun stuff, right? I can't wait for our system-based game.
0: I actually really want to make one. I've been work. That's why I've been working for to do some other stuff. Anyways, we'll talk about that when I get there. I
1: already told you which one we need to do.
0: Oh yeah, that'll be fun. Um, so the next thing we're gonna talk about is uh, is time loops.
1: Time loops. So so I actually think like, okay, so I'm gonna make a prediction that you actually will like time loops. That you'll say that you're okay with them.
0: Okay. Let's see.
1: Okay. So. Well, okay, so this one's pretty obvious. I feel like it, whenever one, when one thinks of a time loop movie, they usually think of a Groundhog's Day, mm-hmm. depending mm-hmm. on when they were born.
0: Even I think of Groundhog Day as a time loop. <laughs> but uh, wait, what? Even, even, even con- considering when I was born, I still consider Groundhog Day one of those. Okay. I mean, actually, or whenever, the movie, the go-to I, movie.
1: Yeah, I feel like if someone wants to describe a time loop, they're like, "Oh, it's just like that movie, Groundhog's Day." Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> So, if you've never seen Groundhog's Day, essentially, he's stuck in one day, keeps on repeating it over and over until some magical, correct way of living that day occurs. Right. And then he breaks that loop. Right. Um, they actually... So, so they actually uh, did this in Donnie Darko, except for it's not so clear cut. Um,
0: it, it, Donnie Darko's time loop is... It's almost like he lives the future or backwards. Yeah. So he lives his influence on his past to his future and then finds out he's doing it just to find it or just to do it again.
1: Yeah. I
0: mean, but not remember that he did it. So to then learn that he's going to do it, to do it just to go back and do it again, to not remember and continue. mind you the movie only takes place in the one in the one, the thing. one instance yes but it ends with uh, telling you that he's about to influence his past right by going back to experience it but not know that he's doing so
1: well isn't okay so it's been a while since I've seen the movie but isn't the last time the movie is essentially about him closing the loop true yes yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: so he's always yes yeah, so he closes it but in essence the loop technically still occurs it's just he's not going to be a part of it anymore like it's all the loop has in again we're still talking about a linear a linear time progression so mm-hmm. his loop will always occur at that point in time right to make sure that the future can happen from the point of the loop's end right or to to the point where the loop inter- intersects with time natural flow so he'll always in- affect that point because he has to do the thing to get to that point mind you him getting to that point means he dies, right? Dude, spoiler. Oh, my God. How old is this movie? My goodness. Anyways. <laughs> you already know I like saying spoiler to I old know. ass movies. I know. Um, but, yeah, but he gets to a point where he dies. So, technically, the loop isn't over because he has to die at that point to do mm-hmm. the thing. But in order for him to die, he has to go back in time to do the other stuff to know that he was doing the thing. So, it's kind of that thing. And, yes, I do like Timeless for, for that reason because they are definitive. Because they're closed yep
1: yeah because you can close it Yep. um and it doesn't even matter what you learned during that time because no matter
0: what it has to stop yeah because it
1: just essentially erases everything before and well it erases everything for everyone else not for that character usually right so. and that's what
0: i mean again like i said it's the it's think about like a straight line with the circle that that starts in the starts towards the future mm-hmm. goes backwards and and hits the hits the timeline on the past uh, or in the past, and then well, yeah, it continues it around, the and then spot. hits. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it always. Yeah. yeah.
1: So, so did you ever see uh, S. Darko?
0: I did not. Is that the second one?
1: Mm-hmm. It's it's got the it's it's actually starring the actress from the 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 younger girl, the yeah. dancer one. Yeah. Or so I remember
0: I remember seeing part of it, and it was just kind of like a like heavy emo movie, and it didn't have as much to deal with everything. And I was just like, ah, I don't know if I want to see this.
1: It that movie. So that movie is like what I like to call um, terrible. A cash grab, <laughs> that too, uh, and and the actually the, the original writer for Donnie Darko, <laughs> um, plenty of times has said I had nothing to do with it. I'm never going to see that movie. It doesn't exist in my world. Yeah. So, uh, you ever heard of uh Happy Death Day?
0: Yes, they're they're, re- they're coming out with another movie here soon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that oh that was actually that's what I was thinking about when I was thinking about time loops because I saw the trailer for that mm-hmm. when I went to go see another movie, and yeah, their time loop does the same thing where he has to constantly do a thing until or she has to constantly do a thing um, until she gets the ideal or figures out how why yeah, it's occurring like, or
1: whatever. Well, they're, she's trying to save her friends from being killed. Right. But uh, it, which is which is funny because like that's that's the second comedy that's a time loop. So.
0: Time loops are funny,
1: I guess time loops are funny
0: they they are kind of funny. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know too much about that movie though I don't know much about it either. I've never seen it.
0: Yeah. I've, I thought it looked pretty cool though
1: yeah amusing and kind of corny and kind of corny, <laughs> but that add to the the appeal of it. so uh, have you ever played uh, Bravely Default?
0: You know I have huh? <laughs> um, so this is where we insert um, uh, Steve Carell yelling "No from the office. Because I I hate that this game even did that. Yeah. Um and I, I, I talked about it already. It it was it seems arbitrary. Did it
1: so does it turn you off from wanting to play the sequel?
0: Yes, because I want to finish this one and I can't. Oh you still haven't beat it? No. You're the, the DS is in my trunk, man. <laughs> I I have well, I put it in there so it stayed away from me packing things. Um all your games and everything in yeah. there too, but yeah. I just, I can't do it, man. Let's, let's just move on. That <laughs> yeah, hurts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it hurts too much. And I, actually, I really love that girl with the though. Oh my gosh. Okay. Continue. And then,
1: uh, I actually, put Doctor Strange in there. But I mean, I but just, it only happens. Yeah, I can just brush once. past that. Yeah, okay. Uh, cool. I just. Well, I just. Um, I actually thought it. Uh, I I guess I will talk about it a little bit. I actually thought it was a really creative idea, of how to beat this ultimate being. He basically just frustrated him.
0: Yeah. It, it, how How to be an beat an immortal being. Uh, annoy him with uh, persistent time travel yeah but it's 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 almost it's the funny thing is it's
1: it's almost like torture
0: yes because that person cannot get out of that yeah he essentially tortured him he can't die he can't he can't leave the place that he at that time because he's always going to be there Mm -hmm. and the loop is every time i die i return to this exact spot And I'm going to keep you can keep on trying to kill me, but I'm always going to be here. And now now all the effort you're putting forth, you can you experience it as many times as I'm doing it. So, yeah. But essentially, um, Doctor Strange didn't necessarily it wasn't a time loop in the traditional sense. It was a time loop specifically for his being Mm -hmm. because the other being still experienced the flow of time, whereas. Uh, oh, I thought
1: Daramu Jura- or whatever,
0: I thought he was stuck in the loop too. I don't think Jaramu, Durma- I think Jaramu was just experiencing, Jaramu? Come on. Uh, um, I think he, I- I'll have to watch it again. I I was, I've- maybe I'm remembering well, e- it Either wrong. way. Yeah. Either way. Still, yeah. I thought that was a good use of it. Uh,
1: well, if he wasn't stuck, in- if Jaramu uh, or whatever wasn't stuck in the time loop, I mean, he could be like, oh my gosh, why is this guy keep on coming back? I'm just going to ignore you and I'm going to do my thing. So I think he was stuck in the oh, time loop yeah, as well. Oh, he might have been stuck in that too. Yeah. Um. But it's, it's it was interesting because I listened to a podcast. <laughs> I listened to a podcast about torture, and it actually was talking about how like, um, um shoot, torture on the on your mind. Mm-hmm. Torture. I can't think of the right word, but is actually way more effective than any like physical torture. So he actually like. Good job, Dr. Strange. You actually use good torture techniques.
0: Of course. <laughs> and let's take a break, and uh, when we get back, we'll talk about uh, or we'll start talking about some uh, some paradoxes. Yeah?
1: Yep. Yeah, let's do it. Sweet. And we're back. Once again, buy that thing, type in NVG to something we even have ads, who knows?
0: Yeah, my chair squeaks though. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Hey, we need you to buy the things because maybe my chair won't squeak next time. <laughs> hey, if you buy yeah. the things, I'll have money to get a new chair. Uh,
1: so we decided actually we're going to save some of the paradoxes for next week. Uh, but we are going to talk about a couple. And just so you know, I got these from Astronomo.
0: Astronomy.
1: Astronomy. Oh, astronomy. Tre- trek.com. Wow. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, man. We, words are hard.
0: Yeah, in an article called Five Bizarre Paradoxes of the Time... Ah, dang it, I said it wrong. Paradoxes <laughs> of Time Travel Explained.
1: Maybe we should maybe we should rename our, our podcast to Words, <laughs> words are, are Hard. hard.
0: <laughs> yeah, I kind of feel like uh, there's some other connotations of that and I don't want to do that. Okay, how about that?
1: <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, so one of them is the bootstrap paradox.
0: Okay, okay. And okay.
1: essentially that one is I think of that one as kind of like the the chicken and the egg paradox. Uh, so, f- as an example, uh, the, my uh, my future self learned something from Will. Mm-hmm. Or actually, we'll just say my my present so- self learned something from Will. Will, And then I go back in time and then I teach that said thing to Will.
0: And that, oh, so that Will can teach you the thing. So he can teach me it, yeah. Gotcha. So
1: that would be the chicken and egg uh, paradox or bootstrap paradox. And I kind
0: of like that one. It's a define, like again it's an, another closed time loop too. Oh, well, it's kind of a, a closed time loop, but I guess the paradox is that so that could be like the is twist. Is that you have the, to, twist at the end? Yeah, is that you have to do it is that it's that no matter what you were always d- predestined to be at that point.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so so my my entertainment media um um, example from that was, and Will's never seen this movie, but it was from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Mm-hmm. And there's a part where uh, Bill and Ted see, um, well, at the beginning of the movie, they see their future selves. And they're like, how do we know it's you, dude? And they're like, what number am I thinking of? And then they're like, 69, dude. But they knew that they were thinking of it because they had already heard been it. Been there. Yeah, they've already been there. So... Which is really funny because when I first watched that movie, I was just like, oh, they said a number. And then I got older and I was like, oh, they said a number. Yeah. So.
0: It's a number for sure.
1: (laughs) So that's that. So you like that one. So that's interesting. I I actually thought that uh, paradoxes, like all the paradoxes. I don't even think paradoxes is a word.
0: Paradoxy. Paradoxy. I think. My thing is the reason why I like actual I, the reason why I actually like paradoxes because they're the rules. Oh, they okay. are the things They are the things that are wrong with time travel, or they are the things that are wrong with what we perceive as time travel, and or they are the rules that make time travel not be. I don't know. They 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 take time travel away from from this fantastical magical thing, and they make it they ground it. I think, and in, in my opinion, that's what paradoxes do. Well, it makes sense.
1: It's kind of like a uh, well. In this case, it's it's like oh, it's almost like um, Ray in the Last Jedi when she's looking in that mirror thing. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: you are you because of mm, oh yeah you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man, That's that movie cool. was so terrible. So great. We already <laughs> talked about it, though. <laughs> no, just no, no more podcasts. Fine, whatever.
1: Uh, and the next one is, and the last one we'll talk about today is the predestination paradox. And, um, so basically, um, like if I didn't want an event to happen, uh, so I go back in time to change that event, but by going back in time, I actually cause the event to happen, which in turn makes, uh, makes the past or is it the future you go back in time and try to fix it. I think I said that all wrong. Okay,
0: so pretty much what you're saying is that anything. This is another time loop kind of thing. So you actually, well, it is a it is the idea that so it's not a reason, time it's not a time loop. It's not go a ahead. it's not a loop. Oh, think of it as a time circle though, um, or that uh, a, a time loop back. Um, so it's something that will always lead back to one point. So say for instance, you go back in time to change a thing. Because you think that's the only way to prevent a thing from happening. But you going back in time had to happen for you to think about going back in time.
1: Right. So that and that's why it's not a loop in this instance. I I, I did explain it wrong. Uh, So essentially, so you go back in time to fix this and then you fix it. And now since in the future, it's now fixed. You have no reason to go back and fix it. So if you had splintered timelines, you could essentially do that, and each time it's a splintered timeline. Right. But
0: well, I mean, I guess because I'm thinking about the movie Predestination as well, mm-hmm. and in that movie, um, I guess like well, so they they kind of do it in where like he eventually he sees himself, like but he doesn't know it's himself, and it's like this whole thing where. He had to go through all these things in the past Mm -hmm. to get to the point where he is in the future to go back and fix the things in the past that would cause him to meet himself, like that kind of thing. So So it's not really a loop. It's it's something. It's a predestined. (laughs) It's a predestined thing. It's something that had to happen for him to do a thing to lead to the point where the where the future is supposed to land
1: well so the funny thing is is uh even though the movie was called predestination it actually kind of sounds more like a a bootstrap paradox
0: oh yeah yeah probably closer to that but again a lot of these paradoxes are just kind of defining that that um a thing has to time travel is uh, they it's still saying that time travel is linear and that it still exists on one line and that, that I, I feel like a lot of these paradoxes are defining that line, the one line theory kind of thing that time is just one thing. And that if you go back and change something or yeah, you, when you go back to change something, it is because you were supposed to,
1: I, I'm going to correct myself. I think there's two parts to the predestination. I think there is like you were saying, I think there is the one where you go back in time and you change that event. Mm-hmm. But um oh that's right. Uh but so in, you change it, the event or you try to change the event but you trying to change the event causes the event. Right. That's that's that that's the, yeah. So or the, the other one where the the other part of it is like I said you fix it and now you no longer there to want to fix it.
0: Okay. So yeah, in predestination it's more of there's a bomber. We have mm-hmm. to stop the bomber, right? Right. And so you go back in time to stop the bomber because you know when the bomber will occur, where they're going to do it, blah, blah, blah. But you going back in time sets in, sets in motion the events that caused the bomber to do the thing. Right. So you can never prevent the bomber. Right. It, it is something that will always, is always predestined to happen. So you going back in time, you never actually travel back forward. You never get back to the place that you came from.
1: Oh, so, maybe- so you
0: never, te- if anything, it makes it to the way you're, it, it's not a loop in, 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 essentially, you mm-hmm. are always going to go back to be the person that set the things in motion to continue on to create the person that is you right. now that goes back in time to create the person that sets the things in motion. but following you getting to the point where you travel back in time there is still time that exists after that and all of that is by uh is defined by your action to go back to do the things because those things were already predestined to happen so they already happened in that mind you people might think of it as okay so what happens if you start time before you went back in time and well everything happens again like i said on the linear line so you get to that point in time Things stop for whatever you consider a fraction of a moment and then that happens you go back or you get influence from the quote unquote further down the the timeline of the future just to affect the the time going forward there's always something that has to come back to affect the thing
1: yeah well I wonder if I wonder if they're trying to say like this is how it could work and then if you actually did change it that's how it wouldn't work Maybe that's right. Or
0: maybe your appearance in the past from the future is just you occupying the body of somebody that already exists in the past and that's how you affect the future. Or an entity that's created. Yeah. Like it's an entity that's created on the quantum level that is like integrated into that time to Mm. exist for you to occupy, but it is still you. It's like yeah, again. It yeah, it's it's a weird it's a weird paradox, but I really like that one. I like I like the idea that you just it, you're going back in time to change the well, things to fix the it, things. It's always. a time loop. Yeah, it's
1: a type of time loop, so it makes sense why you like it. Yeah, that makes sense.
0: Man, that yeah, that was, that was a little bit more in depth on that. It's thing really funny because
1: uh, when when Will talks about time travel, they he likes he actually like it's it's funny seeing you get excited about oh, it. I,
0: because again, like like I said, I I like time travel where. Where it's not like I can go back and change everything in the future. <laughs> no, it's it, I like I like time travel with consequences, and a lot of these time, and a lot of these paradoxes, like illustrate those consequences that it's not just a, it's not a, a end all be all. It's not a fix. It's, well,
1: but time loops don't really have consequences though. Like realistically, there's no consequences. I mean, he killed him in Groundhog's Day. He's killed himself over and over and over and over again. There's no Consequences, co- consequences to his actions.
0: Right. Here's the thing though. The consequence is that he himself is experiencing this over and over okay. again. He's actually affected mentally. I mean part of that movie is him having like Dude, a break. The mental breakdown. So him t- taking
1: the groundhog off the cliff. See what I'm saying? Like yeah.
0: there but it may not have consequences to the time flow as a whole, but it is consequences to um to, to something. There again, consequences always occur. And I think that the best the best time stories are whether it be affecting one person because that's the only person who remembers that time happened or a, a time jump happened or or whatever or a recycle or yeah a recycle happened or whatever whatever but some something or somebody or some place is affected um and they're and those con- when those consequences are defined and they they actually hold hold weight to the story then that's when I uh, like
1: you know, what's interesting about a time loop is uh, I, was, I was trying to think about, like, what if what if it was more than one person? What if it's, like, a whole town that's in a time loop? And then I was like, oh, you don't even have to stop there. You could totally be, like, you can do the whole world in a time loop, and mm-hmm. it still works because it's a loop.
0: Yep. And, and usually, at that point, you go, what are the consequences of this time loop? Does that mean that somehow the Earth or this planet exists um, in, like, a, in a bubble? Mm -hmm. and nothing around it is affected so if they break the time loop do they exist in in a universe that is however many times they went into that time loop you know older or Mm -hmm. does that time loop reset everything and they're the only ones who remember and now the consequences are people having to re-experience this over and over again or uh, uh an animal that may not have the mental capacity to deal with something on this level, what if it means that creatures start going crazy? Does it mean that a plant may be affected by the... You know what I'm saying? Like, you, you if you're doing, like, world I things. know exactly what you're saying. It's almost like,
1: well, you don't know anything about the next podcast, but it's almost like you do know something about the next
0: podcast. It's almost like I'm just kind of educated. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Could be that. I actually have not read the... the I've, For I've read next read week? Yeah. Hmm. Well, I mean... I mean I feel like that's like the, the perfect like jumping off point. So I feel like uh yeah. What uh do you you wanna give any kind of preview of what's gonna be on the next uh next episode?
1: It we it's time travel.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> it's Art- almost like you traveled back from the future to tell us what was going to be in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> but it was predestined for you to do so because if you didn't travel back from the future to tell us <laughs> that we were going to do a time travel podcast. Maybe we wouldn't do it another time travel podcast.
1: Yes. Bootstrap.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, So I already forgot how we, were, we decided that we're going to end these. So did I. <laughs> um, something
0: about. Till uh, the next one?
1: Yeah, but we got to say all our stuff. Okay. You, so you do it.
0: Thank you for losing the podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Um, if you have any questions, you have any suggestions for content, or even if you have, um, opinions (laughs) (sighs) or constructive criticisms of the, of the way we do things. Um, maybe you, maybe you would prefer a different order of, uh, how we do things. Or maybe, maybe you'd want to hear certain things that you heard in the first season that you want to hear now. Um, We'd like to know about that. Oh my gosh. If you if you do, <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, If you do, email us at nvgpodcast at gmail <laughs> Also, I won't be answering any emails from whatever David's email address is because I feel like he's just going to inundate the the inbox with things so he can get something pushed, <laughs> or he's going to tell everybody else, "Hey, inundate the hey email will <laughs> email will about the thing." Don't you say it because you're not allowed to. I came back from the future to tell you. <laughs> um, yeah, and
1: uh, you know, I, I don't know if Will wants me always saying this, but we're we're doing this podcast because it's fun, but we're also doing it because we're developing a game, mm-hmm. and and guess what? Games cost money, they and do. unfortunately, without that, we can't progress as far as we want to. Indeed. So on that note, we are out of here for now. But we will see we will you hear, on the next you will one. You'll hear from
0: us next week. No, we will see you. Because here's the thing: I'm from the future, and I know that podcast will eventually be a media where you can listen to us, and we can see you listening to us. Because <laughs> uh, sure. we 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 will have uh we'll have a device that that cr- that creates a. Like a time window to see all of our viewers of the podcast as we're recording it, we can kind of see your like real time reaction to it, and that allows us to to make our content. Better. I mean,
1: your face this is just going to be a pixel on our computer screen because we have so many listeners.
0: Right. That being said,
1: we if a, we, we, we haven't reached big- that
0: point in technology yet, we need a please bigger leave us a review on on <laughs> on iTunes or or subscribe on on. We're iTunes. on iTunes
1: yes oh man
0: itunes apple podcast or um where where else or subscribe at spotify wait people can
1: download our podcast oh my gosh i'm so embarrassed now you should be (laughs) 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 until next one